All right, all you pokey adventurers, this is your host, Ralph, from Alex Universe, the podcast, and we are going to catch them all. Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's been a little while since I've done a Pokemon video, especially with one of our lovely and fellow professors of the Pokemon Edge. Um, we have back all the way from the other side of the country, Adam from uh, Pokemon Professor Network. That is a mouthful to say. Say hello to the world. How's it going, everyone? All right, so we finally got him back, and we will have him back again, I'm sure. Uh, but he is going to help us continue our uh, countdown of powerful Pokemon, specifically from Sun and Moon. So if you guys haven't heard the first one, we will link it down below. Um, and we're going to do it again. So last time, I think we also had eight as well. So we're going eight by eight, apparently. But hey, there's like, what, 150 per Pokemon area? So... We can probably make 50 different parts for this video if we had to. Um, Definitely. So Sun and Moon did appear with many more, as I put it, oversized Pokemon when it came to power. Up until then, every area had maybe a good handful. Is that a fair assessment, you think? Yeah. Um, so what do you think, really quick before we go into it, why do you think Sun and Moon has so many extra powerful Pokemon when the other areas don't seem to have as many? I think it's because it wasn't one center like area. It, was, it wasn't like um, it wasn't oh, so a full like in this continent, case. if you will. It wasn't like a continent. It was just like, hey, there's an island here, there's an island there, there's an island there. So it's like each one had its own thing. So in this case, Alola is kind of like one area, so everything lives in the same place, more or less. Yeah. Okay, that, that, I guess that makes sense. You're right, because Kanto and uh, Unova and all the other places were fairly large, and you would assume it would be an entire, like you just said, a continent um, of, of places to be. Um, all right, so let's dive right in, and our first is going to be the grass-type Lorantis. So this came up, I think, because it kind of reminds me of the Alola version of what Scyther was as far as a fighting type. Um, Lorantis is also a praying mantis lookalike. Um, do you think it shares any other similarities with something like Scyther as far as strength? As far as strength goes? I mean, obviously Scyther is a little bit better than this guy, but as far as being the same type of animal, do you think there's any kind of comparison between the two? Um, the, the hands. The hands with the <laughs> blades. <laughs> so basically being a praying mantis. Um, yeah, because it's, it's like a, a, a sickle Pokemon, something like that. Yeah, then I think that's supposed to uh, uh, be the, the hand. Yeah, exactly. Because I think a sickle is one of those things that farmers use to like cut down the wheat or whatever. Yeah, or death, you know. Or <laughs> I, I like how you go there immediately. That's, that's one reason why I love having you on the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, so I'll bring the morbid out. No, you bring the morbid out. Um, okay, so Laurentis we put on here as as a starter uh, for this list. Um, I I mean, again, some people may disagree, but I think even the smaller ones have more power than people expect in the games. And Lorantis, I think, is a perfect example because he might be small, it might be kind of weird looking, but I think when it comes to battle, it's fairly good considering other Pokemon, right? Right, it's got a pretty high attack power, so it can withstand the best with the best of them. Now, being that it's grass and not bug, that also gives it an advantage too, correct? Because grass type is a little bit stronger than the bug type, right? Yes, yep. 
Yeah, because right. bug, bug makes it weak to flying, so it's like, eh. Right, exactly. I think we talked about it last time, how bug types just suck generally. But um, Yes. So, what, um, so I know you play the game outside of Pokemon Go and whatnot. Um, have you used this one before, and what do you think the moves are that really make it stand out? Uh, I'm pretty sure that I still have my Fomantis. I don't think it's evolved yet. <gasps> How dare you? I'm just I think I caught it and put it in my box. Because <laughs> after the last um, episode we did together, I'm pretty sure I went back in the game and I think I was I was I was trying to catch a Wimpod. Oh, to there get you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll make it a little easier. It looks like the big uh, uh, moves that really make it strong are moves like Razor Leaf, Leaf Blade. Uh, Petal Blizzard, which again seem to be very generic uh, moves for grass type Pokemon. But that being said, um, and this is just kind of an opinion question, do you think certain grass types use the moves better than others? I know it's kind yeah. of a far out question, but you kind of see where I'm going with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I'll give you a quick example. Like for instance, we, when we had Bulbasaur and that was the first big grass type, he was pretty badass in his own mind. But then flash forward to other grass types, Bulbasaur ain't really the best as he used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Bulbasaur now is like tanky. Exactly. Where like um, like Trico is, you know, more speed. Exactly. So, so what do you think makes Fomantis its own grass type by itself, considering that the moves it has are pretty much every other grass type move? It's attack stat. It's attack okay, and defense. So strictly, strictly it's, it's strength and it's stats. Okay. Yeah, it, it's got a pretty even, evened out uh, attack and defense. And it looks like if I'm reading right off of the page I'm researching, uh, HP is 70, attack is 105, and defense is 90. So pretty good, I think, for a general attacker with 105 and even a defense of 90. Um, that would make me think that not only is it good to use, but also if you need it as kind of a defense mechanism he also would probably fit the bill kind of yeah yeah yep all right so moving from a grass type to probably one of the i guess pseudo legendaries we got um solgaleo and i picked this form because in my opinion i think it's more powerful than the other one and we'll discuss that in a second um so solgaleo is basically looks like mufasa from the lion king um he's got like a, a star-shaped face exactly he's got that <laughs> or main yeah, yeah. I, I i think he i think that whole lineage is supposed to be something about the cosmos too right like all of the in, individuals have to do with the stars and everything yes yep all right so um he is psychic and steel which generally speaking and again this is why we debate back and forth i think those are two of the more powerful uh types personally. So you put them together and that's a pretty badass move. Um, other than a general uh, angry appearance, um, what would be two or three things you think that make Solgaleo not overly powerful, but just powerful enough to be like a pseudo-legendary type of thing? Well, I think that the ability to fuse with Ultra Necrozma. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Ultra, yeah. Yeah. The Solgaleo. Or Ultra Necrozma, Dawn Wings, and the other one. And fly, because everything's better when it flies, right? Unless yes. you're a flying type, and then you suck. 
Um, right? Oh, use rock throw. You're dead. <laughs> exactly. I still have no idea how Pidgey learns to use, like, Thunder Punch or whatever. Like, I don't get it, but I sort of got it. I have flying types in my Pokemon Go that know how to do electric moves. Explain that to me. I don't know. Um, yeah, they. well, I have a Delibird right now in Sword and Shield, and um, it knows, like, Seed Bomb or something. It was, like, one of the only TMs that it was, it was able to learn. I was like, I'm going to teach it that. Because every good non-grass type needs a grass type move. Um, exactly. So, so I so like I started out. I'm I think he's better than Lunola. Do you think one's better than the other? Or do you think they're both equally formidable uh, when it comes to their their ability? I think we have so much experience battling flying types and their weaknesses, just because from the get go. The first five major legendaries were Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Ho-Oh, and Lugia. Right, okay. So, like, we know how to defeat them. So, in this case, Solgaleo in that form is a little bit better because he's kind of a new combination, kind of, I guess. Yeah, and to be Psychic Steel, right? that's, that's unique in its own. Uh, so it looks like the HP and attack are both 137, and its defense is 107. So this is definitely one of those guys that you want to have in your uh, group when you're out there playing whatever game it is you have at the moment. Um, as far as the move set, because it's got Steel and Psychic, I'm looking through. It's got a pretty large grasp of things. The ones that really stick out to me mostly are Zen Headbutt, which seems to be every Psychic move, Flash Cannon, and Metal Claw, which are two Steel-type moves. Do those strike any nerves or chords with you, or do you think they're pretty substantial uh, as far as battling or using? Well, I... I know it's all loaded questions, I know, but I'm just, you know, I'm <laughs> try, trying to make you think. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I, I'm i more of, like, the TCG, so, like, when I when I read, like you know, Sunsteel Strike, like, and I know that that's one of his attacks, like. Right, yeah, I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. That was also on the list, too. For, but for some reason, and I think it's just because these are the ones, like, you hear in the anime or you hear in the target game, Flash Cannon is like, everybody has it, so I always remember Flash Cannon. Zen Headbutt, I always remember that one. So for some reason, those ones stick out, but it could just be because every Pokemon knows them. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, He's he's kind of like you know Arcanine where he can learn you know Wild Charge, and it's like this is a Fire Pokemon sort of too. So so in a way, then are the normal moves that he has kind of dull because they're normal moves? No, I mean he he can learn a bunch of different things like uh, Solar Beam and Flare Blitz. So he's got like a large gambit of moves that he can use. Right. And he's got a lot of resistances and only a couple weaknesses. So. He's okay, definitely so a tank. O- overall, we, we can we can look past some of the weirdness and and give it the thumbs up to be okay for her. <laughs> yeah, I really like Salgaleo. Uh, so, do you have him in any of your games yet? Not yet. I'm pretty sure I got the, like the red one for the promo, and then like that's it. I just like got it. Well, that's okay. There, there you go. <laughs> Sun and Moon has been very like touch and go. It's like I'll pick it up a little bit and then put it put it down and like forget about it for a month. Well, I can assume since you have the other one now, you're probably hooked on that one more than anything else. And that's 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 so tough because Sword and Shield, I'm literally, I start battling the, like the gym or exploring the town, and I'm like, but I'm gonna go raid instead. Right. Well, because now you got to play Sword and Shield, Pokemon Go, and 
anything else you have. So you got to like figure out the ways yep. to like put them all in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel for you, but I don't. So enjoy. No, I'm just kidding. So really quick trivia for him. The name actually comes from the astronomer Galileo, who was at the time the guy who pretty much did it all in astronomy. So this is one of the few times where I actually do appreciate how, uh, how uh, Nintendo puts their use to words. Because yeah, it's like a small nod. Huh? It's like a small nod. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool because it's actually somebody Galileo. like, oh, you learned about this guy in school. So, you know, like, oh, everybody knows Galileo. And of course, the soul is, I think it's the Spanish word for sun. Sun. So yep. it all works together there. All right. So moving on from him, on to our next one. And this guy is like the stuff of nightmares. Thank you, sun and moon, for making things that make you want to not go asleep. Go to sleep. We're going to go over a Raquinid, if I can speak, the water bug Pokemon. So this is going to be fun to make fun of because we got one of our least favorite typings in here. Um, right off the bat, do you think it's more powerful because it's water or more powerful because it's bug or because it's a mix of both? The mix of both makes it more powerful. So even though it's bug typing, it still helps it somewhat? Yeah, because you need you need something to counter like electric moves. Ah, okay. Didn't think of that one. Okay. That, that's a very valid point. So of the ones we're going to go over, I believe this might be on the lower end. The HP is 68. The attack is 70 and its defense is 92. But even with a low attack rate, um, from what I've heard and what I've seen, this guy is still pretty substantial for the group. I know he wouldn't necessarily be a go-to, but what would be a reason to have this guy in your team, do you think? Whether it's uh, like Sword and Shield or Pokemon Go or whatever. Now, I know he's not Pokemon Go yet, but <laughs> he will be. The ability to be multiple types. Okay, so you're just going off the general idea that because it's two typings, that's what you're, that's your best bet for having. Yeah, and I mean, it's got a high special defense, so I mean, it's good in situations. So I'm looking at the moves, and again, it kind of, and, it, and it, maybe I'm just a stickler. I don't know why, but I'm going back to it. And I'm seeing moves like Water Gun, Bug Bite, Infestation, Bubble Beam, uh, stuff like that. These are all very generic moves, right? So is there yeah. something like Solgaleo where you saw Solgaleo had those special moves? Is there something on here move-wise that he has that makes him just a little bit better? No. <laughs> okay then yeah I'm, I'm so, so glad you didn't have to think about that you're just like nope yeah and it's like i'm looking at stuff i'm just everything i'm seeing is like i don't know and just the way he looks i don't know he he's pretty i mean well okay so what's funny about him is he's actually spot on to a real life spider in the in the real world called the diving bell spider and the diving bell spider actually makes a bubble around its head to go underwater to hunt little fish so that makes it even that more scary because this thing could be real if we, <laughs> if we weren't careful. Well, let's be real. Pokemon are real. Okay, come on. <laughs> yes, I know. I see Pikachu everywhere in my house. <laughs> okay, so he is powerful. He's on the list. But I guess, I mean, you have to throw somebody on the list. That may not be your best bet. But I think you may have a point there when it comes, when it comes to dual, uh, uh, or dual typing. It doesn't always work. But for, for the sake of this, I think you are 99% right on saying that because it's got a little of each, it makes it that much better. Now, do we think that if it was one or the other, it would be sucky? Or do we think it would just be a different type of Pokemon? 
It would be sucky. Okay, so okay, so I guess I guess it comes down to the fact that because it's got both moves and both typings, it's it's lucky. We'll put it that way. It's lucky. <laughs> it's lucky. It's, it's lucky, lucky to be lucky. It's lucky to be lucky. It's now, still now, at the end of the day a bug. <laughs> you just won't get rid of that, will you? <laughs> nope. All right, well, let's go from the ground or the water to the sky. And I don't remember if I talked to you about this. I think it might have been you. I don't know. Um, might have been one of the ones that you were fond of. I don't know. Uh, Decidui, who somehow goes from grass to grass ghost. So for a second, to try to ease my mind, can you please tell me how that works? <laughs> um, I, I guess mean, I, just, just your guess. I mean, why? I mean, part of its <laughs> soul is taken when it evolves. I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure, like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm really making you think right now, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, it, it evolves and then becomes a spirit, but at the same time a physical being. He becomes a guardian of the woods. He becomes like a Sasquatch, but like (laughs) you're not supposed to be able to see him. (laughs) So so like we know he's real, but like you can't see him. (laughs) Physical being, but can't ever see him. I'm really sorry I asked you that question. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so. Not to be mistaken by Obama Snow. This is decidui. For a second, though, I thought you said something else. I'm like, this is not a political thing. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> oh, no. We'll keep the Kuparaja out of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it looks like the uh, HP, not so hot, 78, but its attack is 107. Its defense is 75. So it's pretty damn good. But in my opinion, I think what makes it pretty cool, I think it's the ghost typing. Um, I could it definitely wrong. is. Um, so again, it does have grass and ghost moves. Some of the ghost moves it has are Spirit Shackle, Phantom Force, um, Astonish, and uh, Shadow Sneak. And then, of course, the grass typing goes back to regular Leaf Blade, Razor Leaf, Leafage, Leaf Storm, stuff like that. So, you are in agreement that probably what makes this guy a little bit better is the fact that he's a ghost typing, yeah, and that you can get away with like. You know, you're using dark type, or dark type moves, ghost type moves. Um, it can learn U-turn, That's which is nice. A very important move to learn. Well, I mean, with the switching, switching the. No, I, know. And... <laughs> I was just. I love how all these names have, and then you pull up a move like U-turn. Like that seems like a very un- unappealing. I'm, and I'm... like, like it is weak to ghost, but like. It's resistant to groundwater, grass, and electric. So it's so going to withstand a lot. Were the rest of its uh, evolutions as powerful, or does it really not get powerful till the end? doesn't get powerful to the end. So Rowlet and what the hell is the other one? I can't remember what his name is right now. Um, Rowlet and... Uh, Dartrix, there you go. Dartrix. Uh, so those two are... The one that we forgot. The one that we forgot. So those two aren't as as powerful as the final one now i I guess i get that because the final of any evolution usually is the better one correct yeah especially for like starters right like like the base form is just supposed to be cute or weird and cuddly 
middle form yeah, is like, supposed to hate you, and then the last one's supposed to be able. Yeah, to the middle, the middle form is like, I don't really know what I'm doing with my life, and then the last one's like, boom, I'm a Charizard. <laughs> I knew you were going to use that one. That's exactly what I was thinking too. I was like, I was thinking Charmeleon. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, go home. Like, I'm just going to sit here, and if somebody pisses me off, I will fight. If not, I'm not doing anything. And like Decidueye's got like a solid 100 for special attack and special defense. So any of its special moves are going to be really good. All right. Um, I do actually like the fact that it's funny because you brought up the spirit of the forest type of thing. The name actually comes from an actual Hawaiian culture of a ghost owl. So you actually are on something right there. Um, so that could be why they drew it how it was. Because again, Alola is supposed to be Hawaii. And... This is, he was introduced in that, in that form. So maybe you have something there that we just didn't think of. Um, okay, so, so far, so far, so good. Um, all right, so we're in our last three. So at number three, and this one is just weird. I have no idea what the hell, like this is like, they just, they got bored and decided to make this. I don't know what the hell this thing is. It's like so a far. fish dog guardian angel thing. And I, I didn't realize it because I, I, was, I was watching the cartoon and I guess Ash has one right now or had one. Um, yeah, so what it's normal type, but it's legendary. So is it powerful? Because, I mean, again, this is one of those weird questions. Is it powerful because it's legendary or is it just like, it's cool looking and we're going to make it freaking powerful. Like what is up with this? I think it's, it's got a lot of versatility to this. This Pokemon is really cool. Um, I currently in the TCG world am playing this with the, the memory disc. Um, uh, okay, yes. right, right now, I think the only four of them that are in format are the electric, fire, grass, and water. But the real, real important one is the fire disc because Zacian's a thing. And that makes it so his attack can one-shot a Zacian uh, level, level V or V or X or EX or GX or V, whatever the TCG does. <laughs> but essentially you can do the same in the game you can put um those discs and attach them and as like held items to change the type right and i noticed that it can change its type which i guess is kind of cool um but as far as like its moves which i think you were kind of already getting into there's just like so too many because it looks like it can learn almost anything maybe depending on what type it is um you, so you, you've used it before. So what have you noticed in using it? Um, I believe, oh, I forget. I forget what I've. Cause you, so you've just used them in the card game, right? Yeah. And so right. I, yeah, I've just used them in the cards. I have not gotten to him in Sun and Moon yet. So do you think knowing what you use him with the cards is he, he'll probably be a good addition to your, to your group when you find him, right? Like, yes yeah and then having that ability to change the type to whatever i mean he just takes he has the same stats across the board but what makes it unique is that depending on which gym leader you're going against what pokemon you need you just put that disc on him boom he's that type and it works out okay so it looks like right across the board all of the stats equal 95 boom which is a total of 570 so that's kind of cool i don't know a lot of other ones that have exactly 95 per thing there um it is equal to some other pokemon one that we're going to talk about in a little bit uh but it looks like the ones that it's uh connected to are other basically legendary type pokemon so 
it, it's weird. It's like one of those, he was like the last kid picked in school. So he just kind of became everybody at once. And now he's, I don't know, beast boy from DC. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. That's all I can think of is like, he's like the dude that could just like, I'm going to turn to something else now so I can be cool. Yep. Uh, yep. Though I think I was wrong. I said earlier that it was ashes. I guess it's gladions right now. But I'm almost positive I was watching an episode where Ash had one on his team. Maybe he borrowed it. I don't know. But it looks like in the anime right now, it's Gladion who has it or Gladion. Whatever. Yeah, he's he's on the card that is in the TCG right now from Cosmic Eclipse. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that's my error there. So that's my fix. Um, okay, so coming up next is another one that has the exact same stat number there. This guy just, uh, I don't know. It's a bug. And it's fighting. It's Buzzwool. Buzzwool? Buzzle? 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 I just call I it Buzzle. Know. It's basically everybody's nightmare. If mosquitoes were the size of like dinosaurs, that's what you would have. Um, so again, it's another... Well, okay, I'm sorry, not a legendary. This is an Ultra Beast. So really quick, for those out there who don't know, can you describe what an Ultra Beast is in like a sentence? Oh my God. Ultra Beast are annoying cards in the <laughs> Pokemon TCG. <laughs> now, if we we're going to be nice about it... <laughs> So, okay, so is it, it's not a legendary, but it's just very overly popular, correct? Yeah, so it's, you know, like, they're just, I don't know, they, they are essentially, like, guardians from the Alola version, or from Alola, and... It almost feels like it's kind of like Mewtwo, but, like they're overdoing it a little bit. Like, you know how Mewtwo is really powerful because he's like, a, he's a product of something? Yeah. I feel like that's what these Ultra Beasts are. Like, they're scientifically engineered to be super strong. Right. And it's like, we still don't know, like, where they came from. They come from Ultra Wormholes. <laughs> and, like, you know, I saw Naha Higlio or whatever, and I'm just like, what? And then it just disappears. Right. <laughs> Okay, so looking at the stats too, its attack and defense are both 139 and its HP is 107. So that's, that's pretty nutsy right there. Um, it looks like the moves that, that the Sunamon focuses on are things like reversal, power up punch, vital throw, hammer arm, and dynamic punch. So it looks like it focuses more on its fighting than its bug typing, which probably for its sake is a lot better than bug type moves, correct? Correct. Yeah, especially especially since it's an Ultra Beast, right. using the fighting is super important. Now, do we think Ultra Beasts, in a way, are kind of unfair if you're playing the game because it's kind of like you're going to lose against this thing? Or is this just how Pokemon works? They just have to give, you know, these overpowered creatures. They're just overpowered. Okay, so you think it's just part of the part of the deal, like you know, with the easy characters come the super hard ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if anybody out there has played it and you think he's easy, let me know. I just know from what I've been reading, he's like the guy you don't want to have to deal with in the game. But I could be wrong, so who knows? Well, same same thing in the TCG. This thing is so annoying. Yeah, and it's funny because I and the only time I think any of these guys are weaker is in the show. Yes, Generally, you're like that. That move should not have done anything to it. Right, exactly. And yet, in the in the cartoon or the movies, anytime like a super like like even like back when I think there was the movie with, with Lugia when you first introduced him in the show, like he's super powerful, right? But like 
he was taken down by like some electric shock from Pikachu at one point. And I'm like, how? He's supposed to be like invincible and yet he's being killed by a tiny mouse. Like, Well, Pikachu's <sighs> level 100, so. Oh, well, excuse me. No, <laughs> no but I mean, but you, you get where I'm going with that. Like, I feel like the only time that these guys are really un- unpowerful is in the cartoon. Maybe it's because they're trying to get the kids more into it, but it's just a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's that's exactly right. Just trying to give more, because I mean they didn't really have any legendaries except for Salgaleo and Lunala and Necrozma. So it was like, oh okay, here's all these Ultra Beasts. Right. Just, well, just well not, Necrozma is also an Ultra Beast, but still, like, right? Is it? Necroz. I thought it, should, it was let. I have to go look at that. I thought it was legendary. Maybe it's an Ultra Beast. I yeah, know. I think it's legendary. There's there's so many of them. Okay, so before our brains explode, let's move on to our number one choice. And this guy I love, because I am such a fan of, of this. I don't know why. Oranguru. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in the entire game so far. Um, so this guy is basically a giant purple psychic orangutan, because who would not want that in their life? Like, I just want that sitting on my couch and be, like, moving things in the air. That would be so cool. <laughs> Uh, well, he's got a nice little like fan to keep you cool. Exactly. There you go. You know who who needs to use your AC? You save money on power. Uh, he's like he's like if the the girl from uh, the Incredibles. I don't know what her name is. Oh yeah, like, I the, like the little short lady. Yeah. Like mixed with, um, uh, the guy from the Jungle Book, Louie King. Oh, Louis. There you go. It's like them two fused together and they colored they colored it white and white and purple <laughs> uh, that's too funny that's too funny i see that now in his face that's hilarious um so it's normal psychic so i think we're going to agree that the reason why it's so powerful is because of its psychic typing correct correct um so they call it the uh, uh, counterpart to Pisimian, which is another ape or monkey in the game as well but where Pisimian seems to be more of an active quick move Oranguru definitely is one of those, like, I don't need to move and I can still kill you because I just have all that power. Um, does he at all remind you of, say, back in Kanto when you had the introduction of, like, Alakazam? Is this kind of a similar-ish thing? I mean, I, I guess I see it with him holding something, but not really. Okay, so so my first one will be then, who do you think in those two would be better, Alakazam or this guy here, Oranguru? Just, just generally speaking, I, I know every battle's different. I would, I would say Alakazam, but it, but more as like a glass cannon. Like Alakazam's defense is probably a lot, a lot lower. Okay, so Oranguru would probably be able to wear him down eventually, and then probably. Yeah, it just lacks in speed. Punch. Okay, that's fair. Um, so it looks like uh, his HP is ninety, his attack is sixty, and his defense is eighty. So again, numbers not so hot, but. Uh, special defense, uh, 110, and special attack is 90. So still pretty damn good. And being psychic, I think psychic is the one. Okay, so it's damaged by a lot, but the things that it's damaged by may not be super strong. So in a way, and this is just my opinion again, it's kind of immune to a lot of things just because I think psychic type have a little edge on their competitors, in my opinion. Yeah. Psychic Pokemon um, so have a lot going for them. That's true too. They, they have, yeah, they do have a lot going for them. Yeah. Uh, so some of the moves again. <laughs> excuse me. 
uh, confusion, stored powers, and headbutt, psychic, future sight, all of them fairly general things. But I think what really gets this guy uh, powerful is just the fact that it's psychic. I mean, not every psychic is great, I know, but generally speaking, if I'm going to list my favorite typings, psychic has to be like in my top five, if not my top three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and, and, and so, okay, so you play all the different ones. Do you see any of the games that have a more advantage of psychic type over another, whether it's the card game over the video games over Pokemon Go over whatever else? Well, the card game has always had a strong presence with psychic Pokemon. Okay, so it has it has a higher okay. Yeah, whether it be Mew, Mewtwo, Gardevoir, it's it's. I mean, right now it's like Malamar, Mewtwo, Mew tag team. Um, ah, uh, yes, I think I have that card in my deck too. And they're trying to um, to push the new Wobbuffet V with Gengar from the new set. See, Wobbuffet's the one psychic that I always am eh about because. I know he's powerful, but they're always portraying him as such an idiot Pokemon in the game and like the or the, the anime. <laughs> right. And it's like the V card, I think it just moves damage counters from it to your opponent's active Pokemon. And Gengar oh, okay. has to so remove that, all the damage to any of the other psychic Pokemon. That's a that's a good move then. I, I will I will take that then. Um so yeah, so other than being I mean, other than being psychic, uh, do you have this guy in any of your games or cards or anything? Uh no. No, I, I, I still need to get, I have Pissimian. I have like five Pissimians, which is actually fine because in the card game, I have the move where you can keep putting more up there to make them stronger. So it actually works out pretty well. But I yes, still, Yeah, that was a fun deck. So that was a good deck, but I still have yet to get Oren Guru because I really want it for my psychic deck. Well, buy uh, some sword and shield packs because he's in there and he's really sword. good. There you go. I will, uh, I'll go on I'll mine and I'll start ordering some sword and shield. <laughs> um, cool. Um, all right, so I think we have a pretty damn good list going uh, today. Um, definitely always a blast having you on. Uh, we will get you back soon. I will, definitely. I will make you fly home. I totally did not understand what you said. That was hilarious. But I know I'm like, I'm flying, but driving. And you thought I was, I was like, actually flying. Wait, where are you coming from? <laughs> like, what? Um, okay, cool. So really quickly, what do you guys have uh, going on on your end of the podcast? Uh, right now, we're gearing up for... Uh, like the next uh, Lured Up podcast. Um, okay. Going to talk about what's hopefully going to be the Valentine's event. Um, ah, yes. We're going to be talking about on Gotta Watch Mall. I think we're on episode 85. We're um, in the Orange Islands right now. Uh, have you uh, gone through Tracy and his scyther? Oh, well, we're we're with Tracy right now. Ah, oh, there um, you go. Okay. I, I love that. I, I don't know why. I, that was like the weirdest thing, but it was so funny. Yeah, the latest episode was with Butch and Cassidy. And uh, they, oh, it, was, okay. it was like them getting out of prison and like them fighting Team Rocket. And their drowsy apparently was able to hypnotize every single Pokemon. It was like they rehashed that same episode where all the people were getting were falling asleep from like oh, the hey, first couple I, episodes. I remember that. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so you guys rehashed the same episode, but added Butch and Cassidy and like that they're trying to take over so much stuff. Um, that was a lot of fun. So we're on the next episode after that one. Very I don't cool. know. I don't know exactly which episode it is, but <laughs> it's okay. You're doing a lot of things. It's it's fine. I'll I'll let you have a brain fart right there. <laughs> and then in the TCG world, um I I do the special conditions podcast with my co-host Josh Brown. And that 
we kind of just go weekly talking about our experiences and stuff. And he asked me some questions. I, the, the last episode we were talking about um, my experiences at pre-releases, some good, some bad, um, got some listener emails, but it's a lot of fun. Like, cause I'm like the expert and he's the noob. So we just kind of uh, yeah, bounce back off okay. each other. Yeah, I remember you talking about that last time. That's that's really cool. I like how you have both sides of the coin, like someone who knows what it is and someone who's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's like with the with the video games, it's like I'm still trying to like bounce back and any free time is kind of like, I just don't know where to put all my free time. It's like <laughs> I put it here, then I'm lacking somewhere else and then I put it there and then I'm lacking over here. And See what you've done to him, Nintendo and Niantic? Come on now, just, just right? stop. I just don't have time. And then it's like the time I do have, it's like, okay. I gotta, sit for, ten, I gotta sit for 10 minutes and I gotta do the dishes. I gotta fold laundry and I have to do all that before I go to work. Ugh, I've got, yeah, you know, I've got 15 right. minutes to finish it all. Just hire a robot maid, you're fine. Well, that costs money. <laughs> or bitcoins or something. I don't know what they eat, but. <laughs> I, all I'm picturing is the thing from the Jetsons. Yes. <laughs> just get her. That's all you need. Um, well, she'll cool. be like, all right, I'm throwing this away. I'm just going to put it in my mouth and eat it. And I'm like, that was my rare Pokemon card. I needed that. <laughs> oh, why'd you leave it on the kitchen table? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Um, all right, guys. So you know what goes on on my end. We got uh, uploads going on every Monday. We got some live events coming up soon. Um, and of course, we have some awesome special guests, just like our good buddy here, our Pokemon connoisseur, as I'm going to start calling you. Um, and we'll have you back very soon. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So until next time, guys, everybody stay nerdy.